0: Hey, what's up guys? This is TJ here uh, coming at you with some nutritional talk. Uh, Just some things that um, I've experienced that I've went through and that I would love to tell you guys about and maybe I can help you guys on your journey to get fit. Uh, One of the greatest things about nutrition is everybody has a different story. That's one thing that I've learned in this walk is no two people have the same story. Uh, And I I think that's what's great about a lot of things, but when it comes to nutrition, a lot of people reach the same goals with different ways. Most of that comes down to diet, exercise, and applying yourself in different areas. One thing that can be quite confusing in the nutritional realm is diet, Uh, but before I get into that, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about myself. My name is Thomas Spangler. Um, I grew up in Texas, along with playing football and um, going to high school and starting to lift weights. I was like, man, there's something to this—something a little bit, you know, deeper than just lifting weights every other day and running every day, every other day, which is what we did in football. <coughs> and uh, yeah, imagine running in 105-degree heat. Anyway. Uh what's crazy is is that's what started it all for me. Uh I, I know that a lot of people have this big long, you know, sob story about, you know, lots of things that happened that caused them to get into this, you know, I got diagnosed with diabetes. That's what made me want to get fit. This happened to me, but mine's kind of simple. Not to take anything away from that, uh and from them. When I first started It was quite a ride, learning everything myself, Uh, not really having a lot of people to guide me in the realm of fitness until I met a few people along the way, a few years into it, after I had already done so much experimentation with lifting weights, with diet and exercise, cardio and such. So I had... I did um, intermittent fasting. I had found that on YouTube from the Hodge twins. They have some really funny videos. I decided I was going to try it. I was 220 pounds at the time. So I tried intermittent fasting, and I did that for about a year and a half. And I stayed consistent. I think I was 220, 225. I got down to 165 in three months, almost four months. I was also running at the time, too, so... What's crazy about intermittent fasting is you can manipulate it to pretty much do whatever you want. You can come up with different ways of doing it. There's a, you know, you fast for 16 hours, you consume for 8. You fast for 20 hours, you consume for 4, and vice versa, in between. You can eat for five hours, you can eat for six hours, you can do. You can eat for seven. So it doesn't really attest to how soon you get results until you get to the four-hour eating window. Um, but this, that's not for the reason of this podcast. I don't want to get too deep into that because I can just leave that for a later episode. But uh, back to about me, I guess. After football and everything... I learned a significant amount from a certain few people, usually older, older gentlemen that I found in the gym that I humble myself and listened to what they had to say. Um, Not everything that they said was correct in the long run. Uh, Knowing what I know now, being in this industry for seven years, eight years, learning what I've learned, experimenting with what I've experimented with when it comes to diet and exercise. Not taking away from anything anybody has found correct. I'm not writing a book. I'm not making a dramatic outcry to the nutrition community. I just know what works, and I know what doesn't work. For me. In saying that, this might could be something for you guys. So, you can take this and run with it, or take it with a grain of salt. I'll leave it up to you. So one thing you can try first is removing sugary things, simple carb, simple carbohydrates from your diet. That is, you know, so many people always try to go and just in an aspect of saying balls to the wall. Okay. There's, there is steps In doing this, there's nothing that has to, it's a, it's a, it's a journey. It's not a, this is a lifestyle change, not a diet. If you look at it as a diet, it's, it's not going to be confirmation for you. It's going to be short term. So if you want something to be long term, you're going to be looking for something that you have to change for life. Okay, so in saying that, you start small. You If you start big, you're going to lose big. It's the same thing with dealing in stock or anything else like that. You're not going to take your whole life savings not knowing what you're doing and put it in a stock that you have no idea whether it's going to succeed or not. That would be a very illegitimate way and irresponsible way of going about things. So you can apply that to this as well. So, excuse me. So take small steps, remove simple carbohydrates from your diet. Take chips, rice, pastas, sodas, sweet tea, I mean anything that is a simple carbohydrate you can google that i mean i could make a list all day long it's simpler if you just go and find out yourself what a simple carbohydrate is or a refined sugar or a refined carbohydrate which would be along the lines of snickers uh kit kats soda chips just stuff that's so easy to digest and your body doesn't have to work very hard at all um fruits fruits are very simple carbohydrates Um, the only thing in fruit that you use is fructose which is what high-fructose corn syrup comes from, um, is the fructose. And your liver is the only thing that uses that. So after your liver stores what it needs of glucose or fructose, you store the rest. So as in anything else, when your body isn't... um, overabundance of something it will store it such as calories our body is not a fat burning machine our body is not a muscle building machine our body is a fat storing machine our body is in a constant state of anything could go wrong at any time I need to store as much as possible food source is good right now and might not be so good later in saying that, you have to be able to manipulate that to your benefit in order to achieve your goals. Start small, increase what you give up, and what you attain will be greater. So, what you do is, is you, after you achieve that, For a small amount of time, first of all, you'll lose weight in just doing that, especially if the consumption is high. So you'll remove all of the junk from your diet. It's almost like a detox, removing refined sugars from your system. Then you move on to eating complex carbohydrates. Sweet potatoes, quinoa, brown rice. Anything that's a a complex carbohydrate that is extremely hard to digest. Uh, Vegetables, broccoli, cauliflower, things of that nature. And those are fibrous carbs. So those are very hard to digest. Anything that's hard for your digest, your body has to work for, is better because you burn calories while eating it. So, say... A cup of broccoli has 6 grams of fiber, 8 carbs, and 60 calories. You take 6 grams of dietary fiber away from the carbs, technically you're only getting 2 grams of carbs to a cup of broccoli. And those carbs really don't even count. Because your body, has, your body works so hard to digest that. And it's the same thing for any complex carbohydrate. So... Introducing complex carbohydrates into your diet after you remove the simple ones. So, after you've done that, next thing you want to do is start calorie counting. Everybody has what's called a basal metabolic rate. Once you have concluded what your basal metabolic rate is, You'd like to either, if you want to gain weight, if you're a bodybuilder, about 250 to 300 calories above maintenance, and if you're trying to burn, about 2 pounds a week, which is healthy weight loss, if that's about as much as you want to go, then you want to be about 250 to 350 calories a day in the negative. Now, In conclusion with that, if you are exercising, you have to include that in your calorie. So, say I burn 2,100 calories a day. Or to maintain my weight, I have to eat 2,500. I weigh 248. So, if I do not consume 2,500 calories, I am in a catabolic state. Catabolic and anabolic. Anabolic means to build. Catabolic means to cut. So... If I'm in the negative, I'm in a catabolic. If I'm in the positive, I'm in an anabolic state. So if I'm trying to gain muscle, you're going to have to gain a little bit of fat with it. That's why there's bulking and cutting. You always see pictures of I'm bulking, shut up or something like that, you know, and I'm cutting, leave me alone, I don't want to see a piece of cake or something like that, you know. So um so now that you're in the negative 300 calories, that adds up over the week. So You know, I'm pretty sure it's 2,000 calories in a pound. So you can only imagine how much stored energy some people have that they eat over what they burn. Now, so after you start calorie counting, the best thing you can do is start exercising. Again, baby steps. This is not time for balls to the wall. You could die. Anytime before doing any physical exercise, you need to check with your doctor and get checked out. There are people who have never worked out that decide they want to work out and go to the gym and go all out and have a stroke. This is not a game, this is not a joke, this is for real. You need to be medically cleared to do physical exercise. It is very dangerous to try to go in and because your heart rate could exceed 160 beats per minute at at full. Uh, it depends on your age, but I'm fixing to be 24, so mine's up the, upwards of 160, 165, 170. Somebody who is not used to that can actually die. So start small, start with walking. Two miles an hour, no incline. 15 minutes a day, five days a week. Two or three weeks goes by, you feeling a little brave? Two miles an hour, 30 minutes, five days a week. Feeling brave three or four weeks later? Two months have gone by, you're looking good, you're feeling good. Kick it up to 2.5. 30 minutes, five days a week. This is my point in this first podcast. The title is: "Are you failing diets, or diet? Excuse me, or a diet failing you? I believe it's diets failing you. There is an unrealistic expectation." When you have a dude that is 10% body fat on your TV screen telling you, do this and it will work for you. The people in advertisement expect you to put two and two together and say, I'm going to look like that guy if I do this program. Your body may not respond the same way his does. 99% of those programs... Deal in calorie cutting. Yes, you may eat four or five small meals a day, but it's going to be two cups of food. And it's 90% of the time, it's going to be what you can get at the grocery store a lot cheaper. They try to take advantage of people who are ignorant. And there's a difference between stupidity and ignorance. Ignorance is the fact that you just don't know. And there are people who truly just don't know about certain aspects of diet and people like that in advertisement take advantage of people like that. So, in saying that, when you have somebody that tries to take advantage of you, doing something that you could do yourself, have you the right inform? if you had the right information, not only would it save you a ton of money, but you could achieve your goals And not be set an unrealistic expectation to look like the guy on the TV who's probably juicing. And setting this goal in your mind of what you're supposed to look like. And when you don't achieve those goals soon enough, you lose intensity, expectation, and care. Why do I say care? You get a mindset that this will never happen for me. This is what I must have meant to be. I'm not going to worry about it anymore. You walk around self-conscious. You're not confident. And that's not the way you should be. It all starts with a thought change. Changing the way you think. Changing the way you eat, changing the way you breathe, changing the way you even wake up in the morning. If you're not an early riser, work out in the afternoons after you get off work. If you are an early riser, work out before you go to work. Find time time to do it. Even if it's just walking, find time to do it. Now seeing as how I've been in this for a long haul, um, I would say I'm not advanced. I don't think everybody is truly advanced. Besides maybe Arnold Schwarzenegger, Dorian Yates, Kai Green, Jay Cutler, you know, the big dogs who have been doing this so long, it's like second nature to them. So I'm not saying I'm an expert. I am getting my degree in nutrition. But this is how diets can fail people. <coughs> they create unrealistic expectations rapidly enough That if you do not see results soon, you'll feel like you're failing yourself and your diet. Not one diet is the same for everybody. And I've done all of them. The seafood diet. The keto diet. Intermittent fasting. Carb cycling. Nothing but meat for 31 days. I have done them all, and I'm here to conclude that diets can fail you. You're not failing your diet, it's your diet failing you. So, baby steps are the answer to this. Do not set unrealistic expectations and goals for yourself, because you'll set a demeanor for failure. Baby steps, small, achieved goals is the way to boost your self confidence and the way you handle the diet and the exercise program you've chosen to do. So, in saying that, in conclusion to all of this, baby steps, your diet is what's failing you. You're not failing your diet. Do not set unrealistic expectations for yourself, and I will discuss each and every one of these diets in detail in other episodes, so make sure to tune in. This is TJ Spangler, signing out.